1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon.
2: All right. uh, You also added an in-season charting profile for Josh Downs, the slot receiver there for Indianapolis. Um, charting that today, what are the early findings showing us here for the rookie out of North Carolina?
1: Dude, this guy is so good. Um, oh man. Okay. I'm so happy about Josh Downs's progress so far. Now to be clear, he's, you know, running some underneath routes, right? He's mostly running slants and and screens mm-hmm. and flats, typical slot receiver stuff. But man, when you see him go up against outside corners, like he can run the deep post, he can get um, the inside uh, shade, he can get inside leverage when he's working on a nine route. Um, I'm really excited about Josh Downs. Uh, you know that he's gotten a ton of targets from Gardner Minch. He's got a ton of targets from Anthony Richardson. Um, you even saw him one, win one big downfield corner route um, where he had to leave his feet between two defenders. That's such Josh Downs stuff you know, winning outside of his frame, despite the smaller frame. Um right. I, I think he is, dude, this receiver room in, in Indianapolis, I, Alec Pierce is fine. He's somewhere on that Devontae Parker axis, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 But he is a distant third. You know, Michael Pittman, I think, is a legit one.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and then I think Josh Downs, he's not one of these, like, Wandale Robinson types that, like, oh, you need – Five for 48 to get you through on a bye week in a PPR league. Like, that's the Wando Robinson um, axis of players. Okay. I think Josh Downs is closer to like a Tyler Lockett type. I'm really Ooh. excited by what I've seen so Whoa. far in the NFL with Josh Downs. Um, I think he's going to be a player for the Colts. I think they've got two dudes they can just funnel, funnel footballs to. And it, it is not, he's not going to have the same verticality to his game as like a Tyler Lockett with Gardner Minshew out there, just because how Minshew plays as opposed to Anthony Richardson, right. who's obviously going to miss. Um, at least four weeks, probably more than that. But I think what Josh Downs has shown as an individual player is really, really good so far.
2: Um, First of all, if you guys know Matt, there's no chance in hell. He is just lightly using the name Tyler Lockett when comping a player, <laughs> brother, okay? When I hear you throw out Tyler Lockett, my eyebrow got raised, boy. I'm like, wait, hold up now, hold up, hold up. Uh, you need to expand on that, bro. Cause like you can't again. You just can't just throw that out there casually. Knowing you, you can't throw out the name Tyler Lockett casually. Like, give me give me some more comparisons here, man. Like, what? Where are you seeing this Tyler Lockett comparison?
1: Well, I think when you look at his um, post routes, over eleven percent of his routes were post routes. Uh, he's close on like a seventy percent success rate on those in the two games that I've looked at so far. Um, especially, look, and I know the Titans are not a good pass defense but i only charted him losing one route in man coverage uh, against the titans like again it's a bad defense i get it but he is always open he's always consistently in the right spot and then the juice to win downfield like i said nine route success rate is over 60 percent for josh downs um, the corner route that I mentioned where he went up and, and, and got it. I think he's, so how was he,
2: first of all, how was he doing that? You know, it's not like this guy's a phenomenal athlete. So talk to me about yeah, how is he runner. winning
1: great route runner, such a good, good route runner, man. I, I think he was the, probably the best route runner in, in last year's class. Uh, obviously okay. JSN was up there at the time. Zay flowers is up there. Right. Um, uh, but you know, it's like we're talking about Jordan Addison and his struggles against press coverage, despite being a smaller guy, you don't see that with Josh Downs, man, because I think he's got a more diverse set of moves. I think he understands leverage a little bit better, especially off the line of scrimmage. Now he's primarily going to run always out of the slot, even in the games that I'm I'm looking at. He's not exclusively a slot player, but he's primarily a slot player. Um, And when he's even outside, you're still going to see him again, a lot stacked or bunched with other receivers to get him that free release Uh, Mm -hmm. he runs a really good, I should mention this with Jordan Addison too. He also runs a really good, like whip route or return route, whatever you want to call it. Downs is obviously really good at that too. Working it vertically and hooking it back inside. Uh, just, yeah, I, I think the, the, the savviness and the craftiness as a route runner has really translated.
2: Yeah. The, the leverage stuff is, um, is always really impressive and and that really just speaks to somebody's intelligence and also a little bit of scouting too. You know, you got to understand where, where the DBs are going to go or where their tendencies are. Uh, to shade and stuff like that. So I think clearly, um, you know, the guy's doing a lot of the homework uh, before he gets to game days, which is is great to see um, as well. If this is what we're saying here, right? Like, you know, uh, again, this is, you talk about inside outside, he's played about 25% of his snaps as an outside wide receiver, 75%. Uh, lined up as an inside wide receiver, a, a couple of backfield things too, but, uh, but not, not too yeah. much. Right. So, um, but yeah, no, it, it, that's impressive stuff. I, I mean, I've been impressed by watching Josh Downs. I mean, he just seemingly is always open. Um, yeah. So, and, and you talk about earning the targets. Well, I, I the guys are earning the targets seem again, he's seemingly open. Uh, every single time when, when we're watching him on the on that football field, uh, but again, I'm just shook because man, you just throw out Tyler Luck, and I'm like, well, hold up now, like, let's get some clarification on that, which is great to see. Man. So I love it. Um, all right. Um, by the way, this is to, this is this means absolutely nothing. When I went when I watch Gardner Minshew, I can, I want to know for the podcast listeners out there, I can't be the only person I see Gardner Minshew, and I'm like, yo, this guy reminds me of freaking Rick Moranis from Spaceballs. Um, the 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 Darth Vader character, the dark helmet dude on helmet, on Spaceballs. Yeah. What is up with this guy's helmet? It's so big on his head. I, I I don't know. Am I? I can't be the only one that thinks this. I'm like this helmet looks so large on Gardner Minshew, and it, it's it, it's doubly strange because I don't remember him looking like that. Um, when he was a backup in Jacksonville, like what am I, I don't know what I'm missing. Anyways, if, mm, if, if I, I'm fella... looking
1: at it now and, and you're kind of right, he does look very dark helmet ish, um, in this one, in, in the, in this Colts, uh, helmet, it's this, I don't game know that what it is. He looks like, I mean, Kyler always looked like that too, but Kyler was a smaller player and Gardner's not the biggest dude in, in no, the entire yeah. world either. Uh, but yeah, Kyler always was the one that, that stood out to me. With like <laughs> that, gi- I mean, he's a, yeah. he's small. He's smaller than, he's small. than Gardner, who's at least six right. one allegedly. But um, yeah, I always thought that was funny.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I wanted I want to know from our podcast listeners, man. It's like, am I seeing things out here? I don't know why. The guy looks like Rick Moranis from Spaceballs, man. What's going on? Anyways, all right, whatever. We'll move on. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about Gabe Davis here um, for the Buffalo Bills because <clears throat> this is the kind of production that the Gabe Davis truthers. Uh, we're t- uh, we were told w- was going to have last year, but now he's having it this year where again, he, I know he's putting on a little bit of the Christian Watson thing where all he does mm. is catch touchdowns. Um, You know, it doesn't see a, a, a ton of targets, but when he does they're deep downfield and he's turning them into scores. Right. Um, but is there something from, you know, visually eyeball test Matt that you see, okay, you know what? I am seeing a little bit something, something extra from Gabe Davis this year or Is it just, you know, again, we're just kind of drawn to it because he's scoring touchdowns.
1: Well, I think the biggest difference between Gabe Davis, you know, actually before we talk about this year, here's the deal with Gabe Davis, man. And, you know, I remember when we did the episode on the guys I had ranked ahead of consensus and and you were stunned to see that uh, I had Gabe Davis ranked ahead of consensus when he was going as like a fringe top 40 receiver. Because he's not as bad as people thought he was last year. He just isn't as good as people thought he was gonna be going into twenty twenty-two um after that four touchdown eruption spot, you know. Right, like right, right. I really think if Gabe Davis never scored four touchdowns in a playoff game when a bunch of Chiefs defenders blew coverages and fell over, like we probably <laughs> would have a much more rational view of Gabe Davis. <laughs> okay. Um because right. had other people say he was like you know, just, just an M V S clone or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I mean he's not an M V yes clone jeez god almighty like uh he's not that bad um mvs might literally be the worst starting receiver in the nfl um you know he probably should be a three and he's like the Chiefs guy who runs the most routes yeah exactly right, yeah. um anyways with gabe you know he just wasn't as bad as people kind of had that sour taste in their mouth coming off of last year like he has legitimate strengths He runs really good deep routes, like post routes, nine routes, corner routes, out routes. He's got mostly build-up speed. It's not like he's the most technically refined receiver in the entire world. He's pretty stiff overall, Mm -hmm. but he's got, again, good build-up speed. And he knows how, at the top of that route, to sell the post and go to the corner. Sell the corner, go to the post. Keep it going nine route, snap off into one of those out routes. Like, he knows how to do that stuff. He's not a stone zero as a technical player the difference though between this year and last year i think is that he's just winning contested better like he's Mm. winning in tight coverage better that has been a big difference because if you looked at gabe davis last year he had issues in contested situations he had issues with his hands um you know that stuff can be fluky right uh that that can be sort of noisy year to year this year so far He's been really good on those contested situations. Um, he's had a couple of drops, but nothing outrageous like it was last year when he had real issues with that stuff. Look, contested catches and 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 drops, while you know, can be an overall indicator of skill, they can also just be random. I think that's been the case with Gabe Davis the last year. So who's to say he doesn't go on a dry spell with this stuff? That's certainly possible. But sure. so far, what we're seeing now is he's been better – in those tight coverage along the boundary situations where that was a bit of a struggle last year.
2: I think the, the area that gave me a little bit of concern for Gabe Davis was that according to his 2022 numbers, Matt um, on the post corner nine. So, you know, your three deeper routes, right? Um, He was outside the top 20 in success rate for all three of those routes. Um, and, And when that is your specialty
0: to be known as this deep ball threat, progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Generally not ideal, uh, to,
2: to not really have like a specialty route somewhere built in there. Right. So like, it's not like he was top 10 in the nine and couldn't run a corner, but it's just, the guy was average when it came to running the post corner and nine. And then when you look at his overall success rate versus zone and overall success rate versus man coverage, again, you know, outside the top 40 in both of those, um, categories. I, I don't know. To me, it just that to me screams average X receiver in the NFL. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. Yeah. I just didn't, um, I, I didn't really get anything from that. You know what I mean? Well, I still think probably he is an
1: average perimeter receiver in the NFL. Um, I still think that the bills could do a little bit better with their number two receiver across from Stefan Diggs, but he is. He's also healthier this year, right? He had the ankle injury earlier last True. year, which probably took some juice away from him in the vertical routes. Now, I don't think it was any excuse as to why he couldn't separate um, short and intermediate because he can never really separate short to intermediate, and that's why I think he's never going to be like a clear-cut, set it and forget it, put your, put your watch by it like number two receiver. But I think he is probably, yeah, average starting perimeter receiver in the NFL – and, you know, that's good enough for the Bills when you have an elite guy um, in in Stefan Diggs across from him and some other threats they've added along the way this year. Right.
2: Um, OK, uh, very quickly, and we don't need to, you know, go crazy into it, man. But um, new Copkins, bro. I, I mean, come on. This is uh, that was that was such a great performance, man. It was so yeah. great to see him come out and just do his thing. Uh, and he looked like new Hopkins, you know, winning contested. Uh, you know, you talk about the range and his catch radius, man. It was all right there. Um, just, I wanted to get your takeaways from his, uh, week five performance, which I thought, you know, obviously was the best of the season. And I thought he looked fantastic.
1: Yeah. Number one, we're going to probably want to just attack the Colts cornerbacks with like prop bets. And, and I mean, that's what all, we did all, on the all sickos. day long. Yeah. I'm going say, Hey, shout out to me okay. <laughs> on the sick, on the sicko stream. Yeah. I gave out eight props last yeah. week. Eight no baby, literally. Oh! So if you're if you're listening to this and you're not a sicko wow. member, or you, or God forbid, you are a sicko member and you're not watching the live stream on 4 p.m. Eastern, right? Uh, or Fridays. rewatching it later on Fridays. Yeah, should say the date. That's good stuff. Um, oh and eight when trying to give out dates correctly. Uh, but yeah, no, no, I think that you should be watching it, man, because uh, we're having some fun with the props. Uh, eight no last yeah. week. Uh, DeAndre sure. Hopkins over four and a half catches was one of them. At I believe.
2: Plus it might have been plus odds, or it was very close. Getting plus money on four and a half—that was amazing. All right.
1: Anyways, depends on where you look. Yeah. but, but okay. regardless, over four and a half catches was such a smash against the Colts perimeter cornerbacks because they yeah. they have issues, and now they have injuries on top of the guys that they wanted to have out there. Right. So right, right, right. that's part of it, but also, yeah, like you mentioned, vintage New Copkins game looked incredible on like those sideline passes, winning yep. contested. He just he's not really lost much as a player. Uh, from the last couple of years in Arizona. Now I've talked about this a lot in the off season. Like he had clearly taken a step back, um, from his elite days, like the first year in Arizona and the last couple of years in Houston, in terms of winning against man coverage, but he was still above 70%. The last two years in Arizona, still very viable, like as an NFL, um, separator. And, you know, he still has those great hands and tight coverage. Uh, I think he, you know, it was weird, right, James? I remember when he signed with the Titans, people were like, why are they signing with the Titans? Why,
2: mm-hmm. why,
1: why are the Titans signing new Copkins? It's like, well, um, hello, did you see the <laughs> receiver room? <laughs> you can't count on Traylon Burks to be that guy. And then it's like there's just a ton of other kind of randoms beyond there. So been a great signing for them so far.
2: Yeah, uh, we talk about a slightly declining player here in regards to success rates versus man and zone coverage. In 2020, uh, New Hopkins posted a 76.5% success rate versus man. Uh, And then we saw that drop in 2022. Uh, down to 72%, 72.2%. And then on the zone coverage, we saw, ai a, a, don't want to say a, a, a big drop, but, you know, noticeable drop in success rate versus zone coverage, 83.7% success rate versus zone in 2020. Fast forward to 2022, and it's dropped from 83% down to 78.5%. So, um, yeah, I don't know what it's going to look like here in 2023, but I tell you what you chart is a uh, Colts game, man. It's going to look pretty good. Cause, uh, boy, uh, he absolutely balled out. Uh, and it was great to see nuke is my, one of my all-time favorite players. Uh, he yeah. really is. I mean, he checks all the boxes for me, right? Cause like, I love contested catch guys. I love X receivers. that can win downfield. This is that that's what he does. Uh, he, I just love, all, I, I love everything about his game. I love that. effect fact that he's just like a samurai out there too. You know, he's never that demonstrative, right? But he'll let you know. He'll let you know you want to mess with the goat. Okay, let's go after it, right? Like he'll let you know when he catches a ball on you, right? But he doesn't get too, too crazy. Um, Yeah, it's just like I said, man, like his celebrations are just cold too. Like I just love it. I
0: love everything about uh, New Hopkins, one of my all-time
2: favorite players. Uh, Anyway, so it's great to see him have a, a great huge performance against the Colts. 2400
0: Sports is an Odyssey company.